the highlight of my Christmas day might have just happened. I don't think it'll get any better than the message I just got on Instagram. I was about to say, I don't even know what you're going to say. I have not opened one present yet. I have not really talked to anyone about Christmas, but I can tell you it doesn't get any better than this message on Instagram from Jess, Jessa ND831, who writes with a picture. There's a picture attached. Mm-hmm. It's a plate. Mm-hmm. that has two foods on it. One of the foods is a carrot. The other food will be obvious in a second. And she writes, my five-year-old son has been telling people all day on a podcast I listened to with mommy, Santa said he likes Pringles. So the plate is a carrot, a handful of carrots and Pringles. Amazing. Because Santa scared straight talking, I believe to Coco mm-hmm. said that he liked Pringles. Yep. So thanks for listening, little buddy. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the traditions of Christmas. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for suitcases. The way we could do this episode, I think, we could do it one of two ways, because this is our our Christmas episode, and we don't really have anything planned for it. Like, there's no... uh, significant show schedule like we normally do Mm kind of winging it so we could go in one of two directions we could either make it all about christmas or we could make it completely not about christmas and discuss anything but that kind of like going to a chinese food restaurant on christmas day yeah. Like all of our Jewish friends do. I almost feel like we need to do um, not Christmas because I feel like if you're listening to this, it's because you're like over Christmas. Or you're listening to it not on Christmas. Or you don't celebrate Christmas. So with that being said, what was your favorite memory from high school? Favorite memory from high school. This is so random. I know. Um... I don't have like one standout memory, but my actually, no, I have a favorite high school tradition. All right. What is it? Um, Every Friday night, pretty much unless I was out of town with my family in high school, every single Friday night, we would go to my best friend, Margot Gilman's house and we would have slumber, like epic slumber parties every single weekend with our group of friends. It was like what we did on Fridays. For how many years did this go on? Um, I started school there in seventh grade. So like seventh through 12th grade. Um, and so you for six years would have epic Friday night sleepovers. Almost every single weekend. Really? Yeah. We wouldn't even ask. We would just be like, whose house are we going to on Friday? And then we would all just show up. The same group of people. Yep. What, uh, wouldn't you run out of stuff to do and run out of stuff to talk about? No, never. Cause well, we wouldn't even have to talk. We would like get on AIM and like wait for the person that we were like obsessed with to get on or like gossip about high school stuff or, you know. Oh my gosh. AIM. Yeah. When you would wait for your crush to get on. Remember that time? Did we ever get any messages about people's 
names, AM names. Yeah. I don't know if you've listened yet, but people, uh, um, played them at the end of, we played some of those messages oh, did at we? the end of the show. I haven't listened yet. And the big transition for people was submitting college applications. Oh, that makes sense because, well, I guess it depends on what generation because Google wasn't really a thing when I was applying to college. No, but cute butt girl 69 was not somebody that the admissions officer wanted to email at Elon wanted to write back to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. We didn't use email like all that much with our college admission stuff. And I'm sure that you did not. Uh, that's an age comment. And <laughs> no, we got mail because you remember you would wait and then you It'd be knew the thick packet what or the day, thin packet. thick packet, like the big envelope or a small envelope. Did you, um, do stuff when you had your sleepovers, like, um, light as a feather, thin as a board or no, no, um, like not light as, light a, as feather, stiff as a board, stiff as a board. Um, yeah. Although I still don't really understand the point of that. Because, I don't know, it's a thing where you're supposed to be able to, like you say, light as a fe- feather, stiff as a board, and then you can pick people up with, with like, just two fingers on underneath everybody, supposedly. I don't know. Okay, I have a question for you. Bring it. What do you think we need to work on the most in our relationship? Um, Probably your attitude. <laughs> Shut up. Um... What do we have to, I think I have to, I know something that I have to work on Oh, what's and I, that? and I know you'll agree, but remember last week when you were sick and you were just in a bad mood mm-hmm. and I was relentless with the, are you okay? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? What can I do to make it better? Are you mad at me? Are you sad? Are you upset? <laughs> like I knew logical Jeff knew that you were just feeling crappy from, from I was feeling so sick. Cause you had, you were like in the middle day of the cold. So I knew you were just feeling blah. So logical Jeff was saying, don't ask her again. Don't ask her. Don't ask her. But the the nurturing, I got to make everything better, Jeff, was like, what do you need? What do you want? What can I do for you? And I know that drives you nuts. Yeah, it does a little bit. Because when I tell you, I'm fine. Because usually I'll tell, like, if I'm mad about something, I'll tell you. But um, yeah, so I know we're not talking about Christmas, really. But I do feel like, first of all, do you think it's funny that we now, like, kind of have a routine for recording our show in this hotel room? What? What are you talking? You don't have anything that needs to be better in our relationship? Oh, no, because I didn't ask you back. Yeah, there's these are just one-sided questions. Oh, I answer it, and then you don't, and then you just move on and go, hey, we're hanging out in a hotel yeah. room? Yeah. No, you have to answer it, too. Oh, I don't know. You have to. Um, I don't know. I really like our relationship. I think we're pretty good at this thing. The, I know, but there's got to be something... There has to be something that you wish I did differently. I really can't think of anything right now. Is that weird? Hmm. I think I'm like really in the Christmas spirit. All right. Uh, Okay. Uh, Another question for you. What is the best and the worst job you've ever had? The worst job I've ever had was I interned, um, when I was working in the music industry, I interned as a publicity, um, intern and my entire job, I really had a great boss, but my entire job 
was cold calling people, asking asking them to listen to our band's music. Like we would call journalists and I would go down and they gave me a spreadsheet and I just had to literally cold call. I'm like, well, what's the pitch? There's like, oh, there's not a pitch. It's just really more like awareness. So I literally. So you would call somebody out of the blue and it was so bad and say, hi, I'm working with this band called blah, blah, blah. Oh, nobody would ever answer either. So I'd have to leave voicemails and no one would ever call me back. It was like the most pointless. It was pointless. And I can't imagine any of the band people or any of the reporters ever called you back and said, wow, thanks for that lead. No. No, 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 no one ever called because there was no story. There was no hook. They were just having me like cold called on this list. Did anyone respond to it? Did you ever get an email or a call back saying, oh, thank you so much for letting me Oh, know. absolutely not. Oh. It was a horrible. It was like a toss. It was, it was just bad. It was so, it was such a waste of time. I mean, the people were great, but like, yeah, that was awful. Got it. What about you? What was your worst? Just uh, had like total side note here. Jeff has had like 98 jobs. We I, were in Syracuse. Every single block that we drive, Jeff's like, Oh, and then I worked here and then I worked here and then I worked here. Like I had one job when I was growing up, Jeff had like 18. I could t- like just going from my street down to the McDonald's. That's one, exactly one mile north of where I live. Uh, I had a paper route on my street and the four <laughs> streets right there. I love that job. I worked at an ice cream stand where I like, Bailey's dairy, ba- treat. Bailey's dairy treat, where I did um, ice creams and you know, made ice creams and Sundays and dip stuff cones. like that, dip cones, all that. Um, and I love that job. And I was kind of a manager there. Then you go a little farther down and there's Ned drugs, which I totally forgot about, but my mom and I both worked there at different times. That's funny. Like I was a cashier, like, a checkout mm-hmm. dude. And uh, I think my mom worked there too, doing the same thing, but like years before I did. And then if you keep going down the street, there's a place called JT's Inn, which, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, but my worst job ever was probably there because one of my tasks was I was a bus boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had like a restaurant there. <clears throat> yeah. But when you're a bus boy, First, JT's Inn was a, it was a restaurant and it was like the fancy restaurant. And when you started out as a busboy, you, you didn't go work the floor. You kind of received the dirty dishes from the kit, from Mm -hmm. the busboys working the floor. Yeah. And then you had to prep them for the dishwasher. And that involved using a tiny little spatula and scraping out unused ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. And when I say unused... I mean, people had dipped their food into it or they've used some oh, that's of it. disgusting. But there were ramekins because it's a fancy right. restaurant. So there's ramekins of ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise. And I had to spoon that out into little tubs that they would then use to make like barbecue sauce or salad dressings and that's stuff. That's absolutely disgusting. And like probably a health violation. Oh, total. <laughs> 100% failing that health exam. And then I, uh, and then fast forward a few years, I had a job working for a collection agency, but I remember <laughs> not disliking it. Like I re- really, it was a crappy job, but I really, really enjoyed so many aspects of it. Like it was competitive because whoever earned the most money, yeah. Every week or every day, every week, get, every like, month. Bonus or something. Yes. And, but then the challenge of getting people who didn't have money to 
pay. Right. And on the rare occasions where you would get somebody who's like, look, let me just be honest. Here's my situation. I don't want to be a deadbeat, but here's what happened. Like helping them find a solution so that I could put- Because you're a fixer. Yeah. So I could put off the legal part of our collections- help them recover and all that. Look at I, you. I really enjoyed Is it. Is that the company that wound up being like really shady? The company ended up being like a giant pyramid scheme. <laughs> and <laughs> didn't somebody go to jail? The, all the people who ran the company went to jail. <laughs> so I was collecting, <laughs> like I was basically a low level mob associate. Oh my God. And like, what else did you do? Uh, you had that. I know uh, there's more. I worked at the nature company in the malls <laughs> and my specialty was optics. So I could use the telescopes uh, oh. and, and the minerals. Like, so I, I knew about the, the rocks geodes and whatnot. I've forgotten all of that. Um, Didn't you I, work at like buckle or something? You had another mall job. I thought I worked for two days at structure and structure. Is that even around? No, but could not handle the folding of the clothes and that stuff. Like I just, did you quit or did you not show up? I, I just can, stopped showing up. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, but I, I did work at, I, I worked at Eddie Bauer for a little while clothing store. How, I don't know where you found time to work at all of these places. I didn't work them at all. Oh, I didn't work all of them at the same time. But I like, know, but that's a lot of jobs. Some of them would be seasonal. Like I worked Eddie Bauer like Christmas and then the month after, and then that was it. So, so funny. Jeff has and, had more jobs than anyone. I mean, really, every time we're in Syracuse, we drive somewhere. Jeff's like, oh, yeah, this one time I worked there. Oh, yeah, this one time I worked there. I mean, it's the weirdest thing. I worked at a gas station for a minute. I was a DJ. Uh, <laughs> Jeff has a lot of skills. If you have any questions about geodes or optics, that might, is the yes. nature company even still around? I think it's not in the mall that I used to work at, but I do think it's, I do think it's still around. Is it? Yeah. Cause they were huge in the nineties. What was your, um, what was the question you wanted to talk about, about things you only do in your hometown or oh, the hometown stuff? Yeah. I noticed stuff? today I was thinking about our day yesterday. We spent our Christmas Eve with Jeff's dad in, um, Syracuse and we're actually flying back today. And I just noticed how many things that we do when we're here that we would never be doing at home. Like, like we watched hours of game shows. Well, that was my dad. But I enjoyed it. Oh, you enjoyed it? Yeah, like game? I was trying to, like me and your dad were like playing along with the thing. Like I actually really liked it. We were watching squirrels. <laughs> yes. Outside. Just standing in the backyard watching squirrels. My, here, Callie got a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with my dad on Christmas Eve because I gave him a new iPad. We gave him a new iPad for Christmas. He had an iPad for for many years and it just, the battery just died. And, and so the guy at the Apple store or the repair shop said, look, I can put a new battery in this, but it's going to cost you, it's going to cost as you as, as much, almost as much as a new iPad. And then my dad said, okay. And left because he doesn't know about iPads and stuff. So for Christmas, Callie and I got him a new iPad and I wanted to make it seamless using iCloud and his phone and the iPad. So everything syncs so he could message from both devices, all this stuff. That took a little bit longer than expected. 
So Callie, yeah, it literally probably took what six, seven hours yesterday. It didn't take all that long, but my dad, I never set his phone to backup. <clears throat> Excuse me, I never set his phone to backup, so he had to do the first backup ever of his iPhone, which he hadn't backed up. How long has he had that phone? Probably two years. It's an iPhone six. Yeah, so, so probably four years, five years. Yeah, so he had to back that up, and then. Reinstall everything on the iPad, and then it just didn't. You know, there's always little things that don't. So when Jeff was working on that, I was hanging with Jeff's dad. We watched a lot of game shows. Um, we made fudge. We what else have we done while we were here? We really do a whole lot of things that we would never take the time to do at home because we're always rushing to do something. Or right, we watched three episodes of Andy Griffith last night. We, and for those of you who are from upstate New York, or I guess many other cities now, um, we ate two meals in Wegmans. We did eat two meals in the grocery store. Yes, because they have, they probably have a 100 seat restaurant area where, where they have hot bar and they have salad it's bar. So good. And, and a deli station where they'll make you a sandwich and pizza and coffee, all the, like anything you could want, you could get there and eat. And we ate two meals over at Wendy's. When we got our coffee this morning, we sat at Starbucks and enjoyed our coffee together and had a little breakfast. Like we don't do this stuff at home. You I will from time to time when I get cabin fever, I'll take my laptop to a Starbucks and work. But we don't wake up in the morning, go to Starbucks, sit. Like, I feel like that's something my parents would do. You know what I mean? Like order at Starbucks, but sit there and eat it and enjoy the thing. Like we have nowhere to go, nowhere to be. People watch. There were like, there were, there were four women sitting to the side of us who I think like two or three of them all went to school together. But uh, the other couple were, I think friends coming in from out of town or maybe people who graduated whatever. So they were catching up. So I was eavesdropping on them. Then there was a table to the left of us who were, they were all artists. I don't know if you heard them talking. Oh no, I didn't. So I was eavesdropping on them and then people were walking dogs and all the dogs are wearing sweaters, which fascinates Callie because it's so cold here. It's well, yeah. And you almost have to wear a sweater here if you're a dog. Cause it is that cold unless you're like a husky or something. But oddly enough, I don't see that many winter dogs up here, which is weird. Cause in the South, everybody's got like huskies and all these like huge furry animals that like probably are die in the heat. And Callie gets so upset at dogs that are low to the ground because she thinks it's cruel because the, it's colder, lower. No, I don't think it's colder, lower. I think when it snows here and it snows like a foot, that will touch their belly. They'll get wet and cold. But that's the funniest thing is when they go running into that snow and they're like <laughs> jumping in it. That's what that's what is so much fun. All right. We got to thank some advertisers. Brooklyn betting is the first one. And I, I, I'm going to say before we even start this endorsement, Jeff and I got a Brooklyn betting mattress and it's awesome. It's a game changer. Awesome. Like they, they have us reading this copy, like pretty much verbatim, but the bed, I was skeptical. I was like, Jeff, I love our bed. I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm going to like this and we love it. We absolutely love it. 
When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. American made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Arizona, where they build a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started out 25 years ago in Phoenix, learning everything there is to know about building a quality sleep solution. When John's wife, Kristen, encouraged him to expand nationwide, he took a calculated risk, pioneering the bed in a box and shipping his first mattress online in 2008. Today, every mattress they sell is handcrafted on demand and delivered directly to your door. Why are they called Brooklyn Bedding when they're based in Phoenix? The company is actually named after their second child. As a family-owned company, they always take your sleep experience personally. Every mattress comes with a 120-night free trial and a 10-year warranty. As one of our Upside listeners, you can get 25% off site-wide. That includes mattresses, all mattresses and sleep accessories. Use the promo code UPSIDE25 and they'll include free shipping. Shop brooklynbedding.com to get your best sleep ever at a factory direct price. What are you getting new for Christmas? Did you get yourself a new device? Why don't you use that new device to expand your mind? Audible is going to hook you up right now with over 50% off your first three months of Audible. They give you access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks. We're talking to bestsellers and motivation books and mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, biographies, whatever it is, they have got it. And you can choose three titles every month. It includes an audiobook and two exclusive Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. And you can do that for only $6.95 a month right now. Go to audible.com slash the upside or text the upside with no space, all one word, the upside to 500 500. That's the upside to 500500 or audible.com slash the upside and take advantage of three months of Audible for 50% over 50% off. We are traveling back to Atlanta today and Jeff and I were just talking about this. Does this feel like your weirdest Christmas of all time? Well, it's definitely the most chaotic or the most hectic, but I have spent Christmases away. Like I, in Tucson, I don't remember the exact itinerary, but I fall into, I worked an abnormal amount of hours at a radio station. What do you mean? I was on the air, I believe from 6 a.m. until midnight one day with like a four hour break in the middle that I went to a Chinese food restaurant. On Christmas Day? Yeah, because I was in Tucson and I couldn't afford to go home to New York to be with my family. Mm -hmm. And everybody else was in town. So I just offered to work. I'm like, I'll I'll work. Like you all Mm -hmm. go be with your family. Everybody else's family was from Tucson or they were traveling to be with their family. And I volunteered to work. So I remember working like 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then somebody was coming in to work from like 2 to 5 or 2 to 6. And then I went back on the air from 6 to midnight. And in the little chunk of time in between, I spent the entirety of that time at a Chinese food restaurant with a couple of Jewish friends. So this isn't your weirdest Christmas? No, I don't think it's... I, like I... The only thing... if. I don't think people are like, whoa, you guys took a flight at six in the morning. You had to get up at 4 a.m. to take a flight at six in the morning. But I've spent my entire life getting up at 4 a.m. Callie gets up by 3 a.m. five days a Mm -hmm. week. 
it's not odd for us to do things really early in the morning. And no, the early part's not weird. I think this is like the first time I've ever woken up on Christmas Day, like not in my own bed, maybe. Really? Oh, yeah. Because I guess if you were a college so. or something, you would have come home for Christmas. A couple times that we went to my grandparents um, towards like, here's the deal. So we, my dad's parents um, were big smokers. So there got to a point where like we couldn't stay in there. It was just like when my sister and I got older and we couldn't sleep in the bed with my parents, there was like one bed and a cot. So we just had to graduate to a hotel. So the last couple years of my dad's parents' life, we would stay in a hotel. So then I woke up in a hotel and then we like immediately went to my grandparents' house. But usually we're in such a routine, even you and I kind of like seamlessly blended into like a new holiday routine. Um, and this year, like four days ago, we're just like, maybe we should go to New York. Yeah. Okay, let's go to New York. We just booked a flight. When do you want to come back? Christmas day. Okay. Like right. we just, yeah, it just feels so um, different. It's just different, but we're doing good. I think and adapting and just, you know, yeah, and uh, we're and we're gonna head over. Callie's mom always does a big Christmas dinner, so we'll have that, and then we kind of do an, an open house thing afterwards. And whoever wants to come over for dessert and wine hangs out, which I think is cool because that's kind of like what we did for Thanksgiving this year too. Like we did our big Thanksgiving dinner, and then we kind of did like an open house thing for yeah. whoever wants to come by. So I like that little holiday tradition thing that we have. Forging new memories. And new a lot traditions. of, a lot of people asked and said, Hey, uh, is your dad coming down? And he didn't obviously. And, and I think, you know, next year might be different or whatever, but, uh, I think like people are like, Oh, I can't believe he, you know, he's not coming down or whatever, but I just don't think I can't wrap my head around the enormity of being with someone for 48 years and then not having them around. Yeah. So I don't blame him is the wrong word, but I don't fault him at, at, at all for not traveling. Well, like Jeff and I were talking, um, first of all, the past couple of weeks have been an absolute whirlwind. And I can't imagine after everything that, we've been through, you've been through, he's been through. I can't imagine wanting to leave the comfort of my home either. Like right. why? Like it's been a lot. And I think that's um, one thing that I have in common with my dad is I think both of us appreciate the friendship and the kindness of others, but we also are kind of cool with our alone time. Right. So I, I'm sure today is is very lonely for him, and I'll ch I'll check in with him a lot. But I, if the situation were reversed, and if I was him, I wouldn't want to be around twenty people. You would want to wanna... be out of your routine even more than like it's just too much. Yeah. So next and year might be a different story, but the, the, this year I was very happy that we were able to find a flight, get up yeah, there, and spend think, Christmas Eve there. You know, everyone grieves differently, so I think you kind of got to like go at your own pace with grief. And I, Jeff, and I are not about to force him into anything because it's not, it's just not right. Um, you know, he you know can, what I do regret about our visit, and hmm. not just now thinking about it. I didn't have any of his pumpkin pie. Oh yeah. Oh we, my gosh. She made a pumpkin pie. We walked into the house on uh Christmas Eve Eve 
and it smelled like a glorious bakery. Oh and my he, gosh, it smelled so good. And he had just taken a pumpkin pie out of the oven and he, sh- he walked by it. He had a piece for himself. And I remember thinking, oh, as soon as I finish doing this, I'm going to go have some because he had Cool Whip on top of it. Yeah. And I didn't get any pumpkin pie. We did not get pie. No Dang. pie. So what were we talking about? Oh, traditions. No, I think we were talking about, uh, I don't know. Hmm. That might be the end of the show. That could be the end of the show, but not until we say thank you to our last two partners. George's Own Credit Union is ready to help you out. 180,000 of your friends and neighbors are already members. So whether you need a money market account that pays a higher yield or somebody to walk you through a mortgage process or a credit card that's got a low rate but also earns you points, they've got you covered. Make the switch to George's Own today. Go to georgesown.org, George's Own Credit Union, Banking on Purpose. George's Own, federally insured by the NCUA and is equal an equal housing lender, georgesown.org. All right, you know that I am so into subscriptions these days because what's the point of leaving my house if I don't have to? Let's be honest. You can get your feminine care products delivered to your home with Lola. And here's the great thing. The subscription is kind of a build your own box thing. So whether you need pads or tampons or liners, you can customize your own box. They'll ship it to you every month if you don't run out that month. You can say pause. I don't need it for next month. So it's really easy. They make it super convenient. And now they're letting you try the product before you commit to a subscription. So right now, get 30% off your $5 trial set. Visit mylola.com and enter Upside to redeem your offer. Thank you very much if you're listening to this on Christmas Day for spending part of your Christmas with us. We appreciate you so much. Yeah. And if uh, you're listening on Christmas Day and you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't, Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And uh, thank you so much for for this uh, great gift that you have given us this first year of support, or I guess half a year of support of The Upside. That's our gift, and we can't thank you enough. So thank you. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents too. Love you. Bye.